looking for one yes. fellow whose name was Hugh Johnson. <laughs> no. Soundcheck hog. Unique New York. Zeech, give me some. My kick. One, two, three. Bonk. Cobble, I'm expert. Check, check, cash. Fab, give me a sound check. Check the sound. Sound check. Welcome to the show. We got Fab, Bonk, Zeech, and welcome back to Boo Boo. Thanks, Hog. I appreciate you having me, brother. Dude, you are here on a very special day. Bonk has a, a special theme for everybody. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Bonk, what do we got today? So today, uh, we alluded to it at the end of the last podcast, three beers too. So we're going to do three beers, maybe a mystery at the end. Yeah, but uh, we'll today, see. we're doing them blind. We are going to introduce the beers at the beginning, but uh, there's numbered solo cups that we're going to be drinking out of, and there's a key that was put together by a non-three beers two member, so we don't know which the ones, the twos, the threes are. And there's kind of a theme here. We're t- taking two. It's an IPA theme. I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. You love IPAs. I love IPAs. So, two the two best IPAs in the 18 episodes of Three Beers Two were both almost unanimous winners by the group, uh, based on taste. The a traditional Stone IPA brewed in San Diego. Or, so good. Yeah, 6.9 percent alcohol was a winner in October ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All time. Yeah. And then uh, so that's one of the beers. We don't know if it's one, two, or three. Uh, the Elysian Space Dust, which was brought by Big Tom, was a unanimous winner minus Mister Fab. What's the uh, What's the alcohol percentage on that one? That's an eight point two boobs. Ooh. And it it's the best tasting IPA I think I've ever had. And that was the coolest theme we've ever had. Big Tom had the space theme, right? Space theme beard, right? Oh, yeah, so I was, good. I was sad I missed that one. Beers yeah. from space. They were delivered from space. from space. Yeah, from space after they were brewed. In Very Seattle. expensive, right? <laughs> And so that's kind of the winner's circle, the top two IPAs that we've had on the show. And then the third beer is going to see if it can crack into the winner's circle. It's a Green Flash West Coast IPA, brewed also in San Diego, 7% alcohol. Um, but we don't know which is which, so there's going to be no bias. We're yep. going to, at the end, we're going to vote, you know, three, two, one was the the order. And then we will reveal which beer was associated with which number so. yeah it's gonna be tough to remember like what you feel so wh- while we're going through the show let's let's write our thoughts down about the beers and so we can yeah talk about yeah. it smartly at the end that's a great idea <laughs> yeah. bonk what was your inspiration for this was this just like uh, uh did you have an inspiration like as the podcast was going or was this like pre predetermined predestined if you will destiny it was my destiny um i think zj might have been kind of the inspiration because he came up with the super bowl beers which are just cheap american light beers and it got me thinking my family had done a blind taste test with uh four of the standard american light beers at one point and we were surprised of which ones won so that's kind of what i was thinking and the beers that i actually enjoy non-chuggers but sippers yeah right so these ipas uh, i guess you could chug them but you're going to be in the Hurt Locker. <laughs> you're, you're watching a show at home. Yeah. You, you had your dinner. You're eating your dinner. You're going to drink one of these beers yeah. and enjoy it, I yeah. think, for sure. Yeah. You're not you're not crushing a six-pack of these no. in an hour. I mean, unless you... Well... You, okay. Uh, you, Hold on. You're going to have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, good the, night. I'm going to take a nap at the bar. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, there's no cracking today. All these beers are in red solo cups. And uh, let's... You guys ready to start sipping? Start, start drinking? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, Let's drink some beer, so boys. This is uh, bottom of the cups. This is beer one, which we have no idea what it is. 
I think I know what it is. Yeah. We, should we do- give me a rapid reaction to this, Bunk? What, what do you think? Not don't have to tell me what it is. Tell me like what you think of the beer, though. Uh, it's extremely smooth. Yet I can, I can sense there's a high alcohol content in it. Yeah. Which seems counterintuitive, but that that's exactly what I'm feeling. Not very hoppy, smooth. Obviously, an IPA, high alcohol content. I think I know what this is. You can tell from the hoppiness, it's a high in the bitterness units, high in the alcohol, but it's really smooth, which doesn't make any sense, just like you said, but it is really good. Siege, what are you feeling? Yeah, I I generally don't like IPAs, and but ever since we've been doing this show, they've been growing on me. I, I get, This is definitely a smooth one. Boobs, what are you feeling? <clears throat> All right, so uh, what I got, uh, it's kind of a creamy taste initially you got that kind of creamy texture yeah a smooth it goes down smoothly but then i actually got a hoppy aftertaste so i, I really like the hops i like the high ibus as you were talking about yeah i'm a big fan of like you know at least like 70 or above so i really i really like this beer that's funny because i actually when i go to a bar i love ibus i love seeing that because i know what i'm going to get before i drink it and i'll normally go about 50 to 60 but i think i know what this one is and i would definitely go above that range for this beer I love it. Um, you guys ready for some beat or leap? Yeah. Okay, well, one more thing before we start. You kind of alluded to this, Bonk. I have something special for the group after this. Somehow I came across a Anheuser-Busch beer or an alcohol beverage that's shaped like a beer. Uh, I got a couple of them. We're going to, at the very end of the show, we're going to crack them and drink them and let you guys know what we think it is. It's a mystery beer. I'll, I'll post the picture on Instagram. It literally has no label. It just says Anheuser-Busch, and that's it, so be kind of cool we'll try that out so mystery beers it's kind of awesome that we have a actual mystery beer at the end of the show i like it yeah let's That's, do s- and we didn't even coordinate that no completely I mean, random. We're wearing the same clothes and never talked about it would you say it was destiny Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. oh see how i brought that back around i'm sensing Free a theme <laughs> all right guys let's do some beat or lead beat or lead I have a non-traditional beat, but it's so incredibly beat, I had to bring it up with you guys. Um, anyway, my beat, this is not sports-related, not traditional, but I saw this video, video today, and it really pissed me off. So, big, plain etiquette guy, right? We fly. Everyone flies a lot, right? Three beers, two. We're always going across the country, doing interviews everywhere. Um, <laughs> and doing, yeah, research projects yeah. in Japan. Exactly. 100%. On on-site locations. On-site, yeah, exactly. S- specifically for... Uh, Chew highs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. we did that specifically for the show. Yeah, that was awesome. Absolutely, <laughs> it's worth it. Got a lot of points for that one. Yeah, it got just a lot, but we we flew in first class. It was totally worth it for us. Anyway, business class. <laughs> so um, we, I'm watching this video today. This guy's in the very back seat, and if you know, you've been in the very back. Your seat doesn't recline. It's against that that wall in the back. Well, he was very upset at the lady who was in front of him who did recline. He was punching her seat in rapid succession over and over and over. So with his right hand, he's punching her seat and his left hand, he's reading a book or, and then he's changing, he has his phone out and he's, you know, texting before Where the flight. Is this? He's in the back of a plane, just punching her seat because oh she reclined. God. I know, right? That's miserable. Yeah. And here's the beat part about it. People on Twitter were like praising him, telling, saying he was in the right for doing that and this poor old lady is just like you she's just kind of dead inside and getting like shaken is up there a five-year-old sitting behind her like what <laughs> yeah he was about 38 years old 40 years old or so he was acting like a child and that's completely beat and no one likes to be on a plane and if you pick the back seat that's your fucking fault 
I think so. Plain etiquette. Um, I think you were telling me, ZJ, about the Twitter or whatever it is. It's like shaming. Oh, yeah. It's a, uh, Instagram, Instagram account, uh, passenger shaming. I passenger think. shaming, yeah. So, you know, taking your socks off and putting them on the armrest of the seat in front of you. So your foot yeah, is like... There was one video of a chick with her socks off and moving the little touch screen with her feet. <laughs> that's that's disgusting yeah, right that's super bad i know it's not sports gross. related but it is absolutely awful that people do that beat af as the kids say beat af not lit Bath. yeah Bath. so that's what i got guys uh boobs welcome back dude pleasure to have you here thanks brother we can't wait to hear what you got no bronco stuff right now it makes me sad no no um no Broncos stuff right now. It's a, as Bonk said last episode, it's a really uh, desolate desert in the in the sports world right now. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the dark ages. It's the dark ages for sure. But I, I do. Um, I'm not going to say it because Fab says it. I uh, I have I have something to talk about. I thought um, you were still going to go there. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Well, I have a beat and I have a lead. My beat actually goes out to the XFL. What? Yeah, so uh, you could look at this situation from uh, from both sides. So my beat goes out to XFL Commissioner Oliver Luck. We're on social media or any sports sports apps recently. You kind of saw he actually alluded to the fact that the XFL talked to Colin Kaepernick's um, representatives, actually interviewed regarding Colin Kaepernick. Luck said, we gave it some thought. We have some pretty significant salary restrictions, you know. We're a startup league. We want to be fiscally responsible. Basically, the the money that Colin Kaepernick was asking for was just too high. And so the reason I'm calling this a beat is because that uh, Kaepernick would bring probably his salary worth plus some to oh, yeah. the XFL. Absolutely. Can you imagine like yeah. turning the XFL, seeing a quarterback like Kaepernick yeah. playing in the XFL? That would bring it up, at whatever, 10 levels. I, I, who knows what he was asking, though? Yeah, right. So... The reason I said it's from both sides of the coin is because Cap, what is he? He still has Nike deals. He doesn't need the money. If he really actually wants to play football, why not? If the XFL is asking him to play, why not just pick up pick up the ball and play? I'd love Isn't to see the XFL uh, like slogan or whatever for the love of the game or something like that. Yeah, right? I would love to see him and Johnny Menzel both in the league. Actually, I think that'd be good for the league. But I think they're both asking way too much money. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know what his Nike contract is, but uh, it's got to be, you know, <clears throat> way, way more than, uh, you know, he needs to live off of. And if he's making 100 Gs in the XFL, you know, yeah, it's an extra 100 Gs in his pocket. That's right. Was it, <clears throat> So I I really like that beat, but you mentioned Manziel, both of you guys did. Was he also part of this? Was he asked? I mean, to- well, I brought that up because someone asked him on Twitter last week, and he said, "I'm not going to join a league that's going to fold again." I just didn't want it because he was part of the AAF oh, and didn't. Yeah, he's a, he's an elitist. Yeah, okay. and so, I mean, I think good on Oliver Luck for you know saying they want to be fiscally responsible um, because, like we all saw, the AAF folded whatever halfway through their season. Yeah, very in. quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Zeej. We're going to go to you next, actually. I'm going to let these guys figure their stuff out. You guys good? Okay, cool. Zeej, go ahead and start airing your grievances. Okay, well, I'm not going to do my grievances now. but So I'll start with my lead. My lead is uh, former Blue Jays pitcher Mike Bolzing- Bolzinger is suing the Astros for ruining his career in 2017. I would, too. Yeah. Um, also, this is like a sub beat, maybe lead. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was in the same article I was reading. It says, 
daily fantasy sports contestants have sued Major League Baseball, the Astros <laughs> and the Red Sox. They claim they they wagered on stats that were wrapped through cheating. I, there's got to be something in like yeah. the uh, end user agreement yeah. that you're signed that's like... Yeah, I don't think that's going to go very yeah, far. No. But anyway, so he uh, filed a complaint with the Los Angeles County Superior Court against uh, Houston Astros LLC, which is the company led by the billionaire Jim Crane, who's the owner of the Astros. His attorney is the same guy that represents or represented Colin Kaepernick. So oh. I guess this guy's familiar with sports grievances. <laughs> I, I honestly think this one might have a chance. Yeah. Honestly. So the guy's name is Ben Misaleas, or I don't know. I don't know how to say his name. It doesn't matter. So anyway, he seeks an unspecified amount of, of uh, money. He wants that money for himself and then wants the money from the World Series, the $31 million from uh, bonuses and whatnot to be donated to charities for children. And then also, I guess, I don't know if this is a charity or what, for elderly retired pro ball players who face financial turmoil. Okay. Interesting. There's no better right. way to get public opinion on your side right. than giving money to charity. Children. Yeah, and, and children. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, 100%. I mean, I'm not saying, I, I feel bad saying this, but like, come on. Right. So anyway, his uh, his final appearance was uh, August 4th, 2017. And uh, he entered the game in the fourth inning with uh, one out in the third. He gave up four earned runs. One of them was a home run to uh, Marwin Gonzalez, who was actually the only former player on the Astros. Uh, he doesn't play for the Astros anymore that apologized. He apologized like last week publicly for the sign-stealing stuff. Yeah. So he gave up three hits, a home run, three walks, threw 29 pitches, only 13 for strikes to eight different batters. His only out was a, a fly ball to uh, Alex Bregman. After the game, the, his manager, John Gibbons, uh, informed him that he was going back to AAA, which where he actually pitched well, but at the end of the season, he didn't get another contract. So basically, is pointing to that outing as like, no one trusts him anymore, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I guess his attorney or whatever researched that inning. They used the most bangs <laughs> during the season on August 4th, 2017. And there were bangs on 12 of Bullzinger's 29 pitches, or roughly 40% of the balls that he threw that day. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be a record. Right. There's, record yeah. record banging. So, I, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but good for him. <laughs> Fuck I, them. I don't know. <laughs> God. So, Hog and everyone else, do you actually think that this complaint is legitimate, or do you think he's just looking for public sympathy? I think it's I think it's legit. I think he could have a very good chance of winning. So, I mean, it's the day and age of suing people for things. Yeah, I, I heard about this uh, from another player. I can't remember his name. It was a former teammate of his. Uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, and basically said the Astros ruined my friend's career. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's legit. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> these guys that get called up, their assessments are based on. You know, this is your last chance. Maybe yeah. they're not told that, but the, each outing is extremely important. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. if this continued an upward or downward trajectory in this case, and he's not going to get a second chance, not yeah. everyone does, man, fuck. Yeah, you, could, it, you could claim damages to the, like, career. I would have earned this much throughout my career or something. I, right. I think that's just definitely possible. Yeah, he played the last two years in Japan. I don't know if he's still planning on playing there or not, but that's where he was the last two years. Nice. All right. I think the fallout of this whole cheating scandal is just going to be like astronomical, um, just because the number of people it actually affected. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I, and I also don't think Major League Baseball released everything that oh, they know, and no I don't way. think they did a thorough investigation. Boobs, did you say astronomical? Mm. Astronomical. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? 
Astro? No. Say yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I did. You were so sly. Look, like was Fox. Man. Give me your beat. I can never tell with you, honestly. Yeah, well, it, like, I know. I can go both ways. <laughs> if it's not the Yankees, it's, I don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, so my beat. Steve Stout and the New York Knickerbockers. So the Knicks, they, they're known for hiring people a lot. Yeah, they fail. Do, they do that. Yeah. Tremendously. Yep. So their latest hire is this guy. Um, he's a advertising executive, and uh, his job is to rebrand the Knicks as cool because players don't want to go there because they're not cool. Why would you sign that contract? Because you know you're not going to <laughs> Well, he win. clearly, he he's yeah. a very smart man because he tricked James Dolan into giving him millions of dollars to yeah. do is this. Is it that hard to trick James Dolan? No, it's not. Okay. It's not. So <laughs> we could do anyway. three beers too. We yeah. could make the Knicks cool somehow so, and make a million dollars. The problem is the Knicks, the Knicks aren't perceived as cool or an attractive franchise because their owner, James Dolan, is a sensitive bitch and a karaoke grade no talent moron <laughs> that just hires more morons to continue running the worst and the most profitable franchise in the NBA. Wow. Yeah. That's a direct quote or that's That was something I made up. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so is oh, this guy hot. who the Knicks have hired, is he just walking around New York like Steve Buscemi in the meme with a skateboard and a backwards hat saying, oh, How do you do, fellow kids? How do yeah. you do, fellow kids? Actually, we got a real crack squad down at the garden. I love the Steve Buscemi like ref, dude. That was solid. So actually what he's doing is going on ESPN and running the Knicks, apparently, with Stephen A. Smith and telling them that uh, they are basically going to fire Mike Miller at the end of the year. Mm. And, uh, yeah, who just took over for uh, whoever the coach was before, uh, Mills, I think. They had and, to backtrack those comments, didn't they? Yeah, so then so then the Knicks hired this guy to basically be their Drake, you yeah. know, and and he's cr- crushing the Knicks, and yeah. the Knicks have to do a PR stunt to try to get this to stop. Yeah. So it's backfiring again because they're a joke. Um, but anyway... So DJ, I don't understand why would they need a cool a cool manager if we we talked about this earlier today. Right. Who is the largest franchise from a monetary standpoint in the NBA? Right, it's the New York Knicks. 4.6 billion dollars billion bigger than Lakers. So yep. obviously someone thinks they're cool that you see, you talked about the ticket sales. Yeah, so people think they're cool. Everyone thinks, well, I don't think they think the Knicks are cool. They think they think Madison Square Garden is cool. They love to go there and beat the Knicks and put up 81 points or whatever against well, the Knicks. I, That's I, what they like to do. Or are ticket sales cool to be sitting courtside yes. with your sunglasses on and looking at the Knicks? Yeah, to see the other team play. It's it's the Madison Square Garden, you know, that everyone, I don't know everyone, but it, they call it the Mecca of basketball. Right. It's not the Mecca of basketball for the Knicks, that's for sure. You know who the mastermind is? Who's this guy? Who's their cool manager? What's his name? Oh, Steve Stout. Steve Stout. He created a problem that didn't exist, right? Yep. So the Knicks, oh, yeah. and he made himself a ton of money. So you want to, this is badass. This guy literally sold the Knicks that they have a problem that they don't have because they're the most valued franchise in the NBA. Yeah, yeah he's the most successful Instagram influencer of all time. Of all time. Right? He's just peddled his way up and been like, oh, you know what? I'll make you cool. Yeah. Because selling a lot of jerseys isn't cool. Being worth $4.6 billion in the right. largest city in America isn't cool. Like, I'm going to say it. Well, I'll give it two weeks before this guy's announcing his official skincare routine. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy is just, he's not a nobody. He's not a nobody. All right. Yeah. He uh he is uh, very prominent in the um in the hip hop world. 
Yeah. You know? um, so there's a there was a big beef back in 1999 between him and uh, Sean P. Diddy Puffy Combs. So this is an article from 1999 that I found, and, and a quote from him. It said, "It's a scan of the article. The article's not on the internet, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a scan. I have to go to the library yeah. actually to find this. <laughs> it says, "I feared for my life that he was the president of Interscope Urban Music Division and a consultant to platinum rapper Nas. The prosecutors have uh, charged that Stout was beaten with a telephone, a chair, and a champagne bottle by Sean Combs." Oh my God. In his office. That's some bad PR yeah. right now, there. Now, isn't uh, Jay-Z involved a little bit with uh, the Nets? Like, Yeah, he was like the uh, part owner. Yeah, know, like minority owner, yeah. like get in there, sit courtside, look cool. So mm. maybe this is their answer to that right. in a way. That's yeah. a, that's a but they couldn't afford like 50 cent or something. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he like make life water and sold it for a billion dollars or something? Yeah, he's had a couple of successful yeah. investments. Got it. I love it. I love it, man. All right, so we're going to mix up our uh, our our way of doing stuff here. Since we have three and a half beers today, we're gonna we're gonna start our second beer right meow halfway through our beat or leak. Wait, right meow? Yeah. So, what do you guys think of beer number? Mm. Mm. Uh, we we talked about our reactions, but uh, tell me tell me your guesses. What a, fab? What do you think? Hi. <laughs> I'm getting notes of hops, West Coast variety, late spring. Uh, I'm thinking it's an IPA. And, uh, originally, I was leaning towards Stone IPA, but I don't think it's quite that bitter. So I'm going to come back and go with my final answer will be after I've tried all three. But I'm going to go with Green Flash West Coast IPA as my guess for the first beer. Ooh. What? See, it's always him that yeah. descends. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with Space it's, Dust. It's got to be Space Dust. But it could change once we yeah. taste beer two. That's why I'm telling you. Well, write it down right now. Yeah, let me get the so, let me get the tray. This beer is definitely astronomical. Um, I'm thinking it's from space. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking space dust. Boo boo said it here first, actually third. So, or actually second. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> uh, we're passing out beer number two. All right, we're on beer number two, guys. Write it down. I'm already feeling the IPA love right now. If you if you will, I can feel it in my body. I'm gonna put this on my lips right now. I'm gonna put this inside me. So IPAs always make make me warm. Are they gonna say horny? That too, you know. Oh. Like, just give me a couple IPAs deep. Oh, yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. Deep. All right, uh, beer number two. Uh, let's get our first sips, guys, and then we'll we'll finish up our uh, beer leap. Oh my god, that's good. That is okay. Really good. I feel bad for space dust because this is really good. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know. I, if it's I feel space bad for number one. I think it is space dust. Oh, dude, that would blow my mind if this was space dust right now. I mean, this is really good. I this is the best yeah, idea ever. We just got sprinkled with an. I don't know. I don't know. This is really good. I needed a couple more sips, or maybe a, little, a couple slices of ginger for like a palate cleanse. A little you know palate I mean? cleanse. Yeah. Have a have a piece of celery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bonk. You ready? I'm ready. Now give me your beater lead. All right, I'm going to start out uh, beat, and this is like you, Hog. It's going to be non-sports related, but I could not help myself because I have a very, very strong opinion on this. Subject. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> as uh, some of you listeners may know, uh, the Oscars were on Sunday. Oh, gosh. And uh, 
usually and we it's a tradition in our family um we're big into movies we 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 like watching the hoopla it's a little foofy but it's kind of fun we try to watch a lot of the best pictures to see we try to vote there's betting involved that'd be the key degenerate part of it can i ask you a question have you ever actually seen one of the movies that's like one best picture like i have so this year you tri- watched parasite tri- i did i did the Holy. two days before subtitled wow. subtitled uh i wasn't that drunk yet so for no all- <laughs> subtitles he actually learned korean so that he could appreciate it <laughs> in the moment you did not have to spoil that but i did no um so for all you listeners who are going to go watch the nine movies nominated for best picture don't be more than three space dusts deep uh and don't start it after nine forty-five because it's a little too late because you, you need 10 minutes of real focus to get in watching the subtitles, but then you're in. You're in, and then once you're in the flow of, yeah. of reading a book effectively at the end of the night after a bunch <laughs> of beer. a book. It, it is. As soon as I was done watching, because I saw six of the nine movies, that, was the, that wasn't my favorite. Mine was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, yeah. I, I won money on Best Picture. I bet on it. Mm. Really? Yep. Awesome. Wow. Yep. Yep. Really? That's the Best only picture. one you bet on. You bet on. You were like, you know what? This well, is well. You you bet on the, the, my family. Oh, okay. Uh, puts together ten categories. They pick the ten most like best actor, best actress, supporting yeah. and all that. And that was the one that I picked for best picture. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Brand, Sounds badass. The nice lady I'm married to didn't pick that one. Mm-hmm. I beat her. <laughs> so um, it, it cut was that out. That good, like, the nice you... lady I'm married to, I beat her. That's, <laughs> that's the soundbite. <laughs> oh my god! How do you pay attention to the actual film and the like artistic perspective and actually reading? Because when I when I like watch a movie with subtitles, I am only reading. I don't. I'm, I'm not a fast enough reader, or uh, maybe I'm just too dumb to actually like read and then pay attention to what's actually going on in the movie. That is a fair enough assessment, but if. Y- there is no way that I'm, I'm a very slow reader, but when they subtitle these movies, they don't make them, they don't give you a a paragraph or four lines. It is, you get in the flow and you're able to feel there's, and there's enough action, not like uh, fast and furious 37 action, but (laughs) that's a classic. It it is a best picture 2020. (laughs) It's a really, it's just a good story. I'm telling you, it's a very, very dark comedy and there's, surprises uh it's got kind of everything i was not surprised at all at one are there any parasites the listeners want to know not a euphemism it's a metaphor okay that sucks yeah. oh. i'm a very literal guy there's it's there's not an actual leech on, <sighs> i was really hoping for like, like ash cheek yeah like, uh, like the ash cheek yeah. leech is what i was hoping the korean for. uh no it's good yeah so sorry for uh taking this off the rails for uh, i'm talking about parasite great movie but my beat was uh so all the actors actresses and directors and everyone who wins the awards they usually kind of give their little uh pitch and i'm not saying i agree or disagree it's a uh, a platform to like speak on the charity or their political beliefs they think few few words here and there and that is what it is I, i'm fine with that until the second to the last winner Joaquin Phoenix, who won for playing the Joker. (laughs) Great movie. Amazing acting. I bet on him as well. He won. So he came up there, and he's uh, kind of a weird dude. And he kind of started saying we should all be equal, not based on gender, race, creed, and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, check, 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 check. Got it. Then he ends with, Bab, please correct me, with a, is it speciesism? Speciesism. Speciesism. Wait, What? I, he didn't say that word, uh, but he said, and what we're doing as a human race by artificially inseminating cows 
and letting them give birth and ripping <laughs> their young from them as they moan in despair just to use the cow's milk for our cereal and to put cream in our coffee. So so he does not have stock in special Well, cake. he walked up there with leather shoes on, um, <laughs> which are made from an animal. Yeah. A cow. A, a, um, a moo cow. Right. But I think his platform was speciesism. Spe- speciesism. Speciesism. So after this, I uh, had the pleasure of showing Bonk the PETA ad that was rejected by the NFL oh. that they wanted to run during the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. where it's a bunch of animals in a wilderness setting, uh, all kneeling as someone hums the national anthem in an yeah. ode to Colin Kaepernick. And then uh, I like when the says, fish kneeled and speciesism. Yeah. yeah. So we should not take advantage of other species just because we're smarter than them. Mm. Wow. So I, I got nothing. Like, Boo, you're no better than a chicken. Okay. Stop thinking that you're better than a cow. Like, I mean, don't I, be a speciest. Yeah. Okay. I, I was speechless. I, I mean, I am all about, we're not getting political here, but this is, he is against Darwinism and the food chain. Like, I just want to know how someone like that existed in the 1600s yeah. when they were hunting and gathering. <laughs> hunting and gathering. And, yeah. well, well, they didn't exist for long. It was a pretty short-lived, <laughs> and there probably wasn't a ton of reproduction out of them. That's it was Darwinism, like, oh, right? right yeah. Yeah. No, don't kill that bear. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that was your That was my beat. beat. I, yeah, it was so, uh, and then I'll finish it off real quick with my uh, leet. We, maybe we get into this later in the show. Maybe we don't, but I, I couldn't stay away from it as a massive Major League Baseball fan. I like that baseball is continuing or at least attempting to evolve they are proposing a 14 team playoff uh seven and seven in each league i think that's too too much too quick i like baby steps the nba has way overshot they're at like 60 or 58 percent or something it's 16 out of 30 teams the nfl has it absolutely right they're at 37.5 percent which is 12 out of 32 teams baseball is a little under they're at 10 out of 30 teams that's just 33.33 Three, three, three. Um, <laughs> Repeating, of course, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh. But I do. I, I like. I like spicing it up. They need some positive energy, especially you know amid, amidst the astronomical buffoonery. Oh. Right? <laughs> Sorry, boobs. Um, but they're proposing f- uh, ten to fourteen. So that that goes. It's a little much to, to me. I like the move to go to six. Uh, the top two teams get a buy in each league, just like the NFL. And then they, the, part of their proposal was the uh, the top two or three teams get to pick their opponent, the wildcard opponent. That's really cool. Just to mix it up a little bit. XFL-ish, if you will. It, yeah, I would agree. Innovation. I, I like yeah. it. I like the movement. I just think it's a little too much. Like, so, like when we went to the first wildcard, we didn't go to five teams. We did it one step at a time. I, I just think going from 10 to 14 too much, but it's still elite. They're attempting to evolve, trying to make up for some of the shit that went on in the offseason. I agree. I think it may be a knee-jerk reaction to some of the stuff we're getting now. I get it. They're trying to get some good PR, but you're absolutely right. Way too much, way too soon. I do like the... We talked about this before. The NFL does this incremental stuff in the preseason, and they see if it works, and then um, and then they implement it. It's great. I don't know what MLB is doing. I, I know what they're doing. They're trying to fix these these problems, but... That's crazy, right? It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't, I actually don't like the whole I get to pick my team kind of thing because if you look at last year's standings, so they, it, the way they proposed it, 
the Astros would get their the buy or whatever, then the Yankees would have been the first wild card. So they get to pick who they want to play. So the lowest team on there that would have made the playoffs was the Boston Red Sox. They are not going to play them. What they get to pick though? They get to pick. Can you imagine? I pick- would pick the <laughs> Oakland Athletics, who was the number one. Can you imagine picking a team and then losing to that team? Right. It's pretty embarrassing. So yeah. the problem with that too is I, I think picking is not enough of a reward for winning your division. There should still be a premium on winning the division because they they brought that second wild card in to put a premium on winning the division. And uh, because in 2005, the Yankees and Red Sox tied for the American League East and they didn't do anything about it. They didn't care because one just one was a wild card, one was the division winner. So, But don't all three division winners or the two that are not the first round by, they get the three-game home series, right? So that's their reward for in yeah. this. Oh yeah, they get it. Yeah, I mean, but but if you look at the World Series this year, the home team didn't win a single game. I mean, maybe it's a punishment, right? I don't know. But I thought a different way they could go about this. So they have four wild card teams that are going to make it. You give all of the division winners a buy, and then you have the two, the top wild card and the bottom wild card, and then the two middle ones play each other in one game playoffs. And then the, those winners play on a one-game playoff, and then, the, then then whoever wins that plays in the lowest division. I don't know. So you're expanding the one-game playoff, to right? Like if that's two if, if they want to add that many teams, I don't know. I think that's just how they would have to do it. But, but I heard a huge argument for this is that they like the fact that instead of a one-game playoff, it's a three-game series, right. or baseball style instead of football style, right. so that the best which teams is fine. If, but if you're gonna do that, I think you have to shorten the season, which they'll never do. You don't think they'll do that? No. I think they should take it one step further, and I put this out there. You get the three division winners, and then they get to pick out of any team in their league who they want to play, whether or not they would have qualified for the playoffs. I like that. So the Dodgers get the number one seed. They get to pick the Marlins or whoever the worst team is. <laughs> and then the Marlins get to take two players from any other team not playing in the playoffs <laughs> in that league just for the playoffs. Oh, my God. Chaos. Yeah. Chaos, dude. Fab. Dude, hey. I missed you since last week. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. Are you ready? Do you have a beat or elite ready? I, I in fact, believe it or not, I have a beat and I have elite God. ready to go just for this week. Yes, I waited all week for that. Yeah, I just finished. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a wet wipe. All right, do you guys want the beat or the elite first? Beat, beat. All right, beat. Uh, opening up. It's. Uh, Spring training season, pitchers and catchers have reported for some teams. Ooh. Others are reporting soon. The New York Mets have a single-A affiliate down in Florida, the Grapefruit League, uh, for spring training. Uh, they are the St. Lucie Mets. They reside in Port St. Lucie on the east coast of Florida. The Mets also do their spring training down there. They just injected $57 million to upgrade the clubhouse and the stadium. Fifty-seven? Fifty-seven million dollars. In a spring training stadium. Spring training slash their single-A affiliate when they're not there for spring training. Wow. And that's just for the clubhouse. So Go obviously on. it's really nice, right? Holy God. Fifty-five million of that was paid for by taxpayers. Good. Well, the Mets are cheap, so. Lord. So uh, the Mets have this awesome new clubhouse there, and they're only going to be in spring training for like two months, right? Yeah. But this awesome clubhouse is going to be there year-round, and they just so happen to have their minor league team play there. 
Well, so they could use it then, really. Ah, but they can't. I've seen it's this article. It's, yeah. Yeah. I've seen this article. The minor league team will not get to use the sweet clubhouse because the Mets want to keep them motivated and see what they're ultimately playing for, the status that they're playing for. Isn't that out of control? It's Wouldn't ridiculous. this facility maybe help them get better? You would think so. Minor That's league so players Mets. are criminally underpaid. Yeah. Do you know what the average salary for a minor league single A player? Yeah, Ten dollars like a day. Seventy seventy thousand a year. <laughs> oh, way I under that. 50, way under that. Twenty eight thousand. I was gonna say thirty five. No, so, I, I, I was gonna say seven to seventy, it's but a, then he laughed at you. Very low. So I was gonna say thirty. So the only way you can survive off of your baseball salary is if you are a high draft pick and you get a huge signing bonus. Because there are guys who get million dollar plus signing bonuses, but the actual salary for single A is six thousand dollars. Per, per year. Per year, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Major League Baseball has lobbied Congress, and they've actually gotten bills passed. One was called, like, Save America's Pastime, because we all know baseball is on the brink of bankruptcy, uh, into the Fair Labor Act. So minor league players are classified as seasonal workers, so they're not eligible for overtime or any other protections. Oh, my $6,000, and that's just for the single-A regular season. They do not get paid for spring training or any fall ball leagues that they play in. That is out of this world. Yeah. It's insane. Ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. But yeah, they, uh, you know, minor league or major league baseball, because a lot of times it's the teams themselves that are paying those salaries, right? It's yeah. not like the St. Lucie Mets are selling hot dogs to pay their players. The New York <laughs> Mets are sending money down to pay those salaries. Yeah. And it doesn't really get any better the higher up you go. It's like 6000 and then I think double A is like twelve thousand, and then triple A might be like eighteen thousand. Wow, yeah, it's yeah. bad. You you cannot survive if you're a professional baseball player in minor league just off the salary alone. So hopefully you either have an awesome family who's willing to support your dream, or you got a huge signing bonus and can live off of that for a little while. Talk about li- limiting the demographic of what the players you're getting, right? Yeah, like like Fab had mentioned, if you have a so you're saying affluent or at least uh, middle to upper middle class families are the only like it's almost like making it like golf like you yeah yeah you're going out there uh, with you're gonna have to have a lifeline absolutely that's that's miserable that makes me sad to hear man so there are some companies that have started like collectives where essentially uh, you opt in at the beginning of your baseball career and then if you make it to the majors a certain percentage of your paycheck goes back into this pool that's then distributed to like the other guys who didn't make it yeah so it's a way to like, because collectively, if you divide the total money made by baseball players by every single player, including minor league baseball players, it's still over a million dollars a year. Yeah. But that's because of the Garrett Coles and everybody else who are making over $30 million a year. Absolutely. And those obviously are a much smaller number than the players on, I think it's 256 minor league baseball teams. I mean, that's, so yeah. you kind of, it's like insurance. Yeah. You pull the risk and hope that one or two guys makes it big and then they pay for everybody else a little bit. And yeah. it's not like they're losing a huge percentage of their salary. I think it's a good deal. I mean, I, I yeah. like that. I so like a that. guy who played major league baseball, like got hurt, didn't make it to the majors and started that business, which is kind of taking off. But hmm. anyway, bad on the Mets, $57 million, 55 of which was paid for by Florida taxpayers. And you're not even going to let the team that is there for the majority of the year use those facilities. Come on. They're wonder, a joke. I joke wonder how many of our listeners in Florida are upset about this. Because who the fuck knows? Like, no one watches this stuff. And I mean, yeah, imagine being a it's parent. A Met, you're in paying Florida for a Mets team. And your kid ends up on the St. Lucie Mets. You're thrilled because they're in minor league baseball. They're part of the Mets organization. And you, you know, 
whatever of your tax dollar x amount of your tax dollars went to this stadium and your son doesn't get to use it yeah sorry that's for the the real the, players yeah not even in this state i'm a florida taxpayer and i'm uh i'm i'm appalled, <laughs> appalled. <laughs> you should you should write your representative let him know what's up all right, man. All right. And so moving on from my beat to my lead, also in the state of Florida, at least for now, Jameis Winston. I was going to bring this up later. I love it. Famous Jameis. Are you Jameis Squinston? Squinston, correct. He's been uh, called out by Bruce Arians, his head coach before, about his inability to read the scoreboard, but he can at least see the offensive lineman in front of him. So Jameis has terrible vision. When he played baseball at Florida State, he would wear contact lenses. But for whatever reason, when he's playing football, he doesn't like doing this. He's now a free agent coming off of a historic 30 for 30 season where he threw for 5,100 yards, 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Historic. He just got LASIK surgery, so his vision's going to be dialed in. We're talking 2020, maybe even 2015. I don't know. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's going to be legit. So he's going to be able to see a lot more, maybe cut down on the interceptions. I don't know. But I think that ESPN now has to do a two-part documentary <laughs> on Jameis. The first one is called 30 for 30, and it's about 33 interceptions, 30, yeah. or 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. The second one is called 2020. Oh. <laughs> the response, 2020 vision in the year 2020. I mean, the title writes itself. And he gets 20 picks, 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Sounds like an Emmy. Yeah. I mean, it's waiting to happen. Seen and unseen. <laughs> so look out for Jameis. No idea where he's going to sign. There's so many dominoes that have to fall this offseason to figure out where all these quarterbacks are going. Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, Drew Brees even. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see like who feels they're just a veteran quarterback away from winning and where these guys end up. I'm very interested to see like the contracts these guys get. Like especially right. these vested, you know, starters you've seen. Phillip Rivers, how much is he going to make a year? Tom Brady. It, it's I don't know cuz the yeah, the Chargers just announced that they mutually agreed with Philip Rivers to uh-huh. uh, allow him to enter free agency, so he's going to go wherever. And Brady is still out there, too. I mean, a lot of people are saying Brady the Chargers because he'll sell season tickets and personal seat licenses for their new stadium. Good Lord, I hope not. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I think Dak will end up with the Cowboys because he's the youngest of the guys on the market, you know, and still theoretically has room to improve. Whereas everybody else, you're buying them like on the decline. I don't, I don't know if Dak's the answer. I don't want to be that guy that's going to be on freezing cold takes, but man, that he's going to command a massive, a massive contract. Yeah. The big one to watch, obviously will be Mahomes next year in 42. We talked about 42 last week. Andy Reid's waist size. I mean, yeah. whatever yeah. number you want to throw on it. <laughs> no. Would you guys uh, actually go bolts? If uh, Tom Brady showed up, in LA. Fuck no. <laughs> That's where I'm at, Fab, as well. Fuck that. I might have to alter that and bring that level down a little bit. <laughs> I will be rooting just as hard against them as I was when he was on the Patriots. I, well, I, uh, Fuck no. <laughs> I, I appreciate Tom Brady, his, his skill. I, as a, as a Broncos fan, I can't actually be a Patriots fan, obviously, but I appreciate Obviously, his age and his talent, even if he came to the Bolts, like being in SoCal, no, I, there's no way. That's insane. The only good thing about him going to the Chargers would be him playing behind an atrocious offensive line where he just gets hit repeatedly because he, he <laughs> hates that. And he jaws to the defensive lineman, and then he'll jaw to the refs about how he's getting hit. Yeah. 
It's going to be interesting to see. He will put butts in seats, though. He will sell tickets, and they should pay him whatever they can to get him there. 100%, especially with the Rams. Rams aren't doing that good right now, but, man, the Rams are on the up and up compared to the Chargers. Chargers are going to uh, <clears throat> get that Lions number. Is Are the Giants three or four, ZJ? They're four. Okay, Quattro. Yeah. Lions I, are three. Follow-up of last week. I think the Chargers are going number three, I t- and they're going to get – to, uh, I told you this, right? Or, or Herbert. I mean, or Herbert. But Tua is healthy now. But that, they're going to sell more seats with Tua, even though Herbert's a West Coast guy. Freezing cold take. Ready for this? Ready Stand for this? Standing. Yeah. I think Tua might go number one. What? Right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. His dad is doing story. a PR disaster. Burrow's dad is effing it away right now. One hundred percent. You listen to too much Colin Cowherd. I love Colin Cowherd. I do too. All I right. do too. But Is it like I, a Lonzo Ball type thing. Wait, how, uh, Hog? How do you love Colin Cowherd with his opinion about uh, Baker Mayfield? I could care less about Baker Mayfield right now. I'm a Kyler Murray fan for life, and he loves Kyler. But, but you're Murray. also a Boomer Sooner for life. I'm Kyler Murray went to Boomer Sooner, so I went. I dropped him. Dropped him. Baker got. Never mind. Got head in a car from some ugly chick. Joe, anyway, Joe Burrow is from Ohio. His like charity was a food bank in I Southeast know. Ohio. He, they're fielding calls for him right now. I've heard it from multiple sources. So you're saying that a team will trade up to number one and then take Tua? I think so. <sighs> no, which team? I give it time. Like, give it time. Oh, wait, we'll wait give for it the, time. Wait but, for the draft. Wait, uh, wait for the combine. Is it Dolphins? Maybe. Wait. No, I think the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins want to go to three. But I feel no. Like Dolphins are at four. The Dolphins five. No, they're both. they're five. Five. Yeah. I think they want to move to three. So for Tua, I just I'm telling you, shit gets crazy do you with think, quarterbacks. Do you think I could see them matters? moving to three? Do you think the combine matters much for, for Tua? It like, will. Joe Burrow yeah, probably will like not Burrow. throw or do much of anything other than just the team interviews, and he might sleep through every single one except for the Bengals. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right, guys. Uh, the What's great and interesting about the NFL is all of those free agent quarterbacks we just talked about, they have to find their landing spots before the draft, you know, because yep. free agency oh, uh, kicks off in March. So what we're saying right now could change 180 degrees based on who signs where, you know. Because if, if the Dolphins decide, like, hey, we won six games or whatever last year with a squad that we deliberately designed to – win zero games we're only a quarterback away and they're like hey we missed out on drew Brees 10 years ago let's bring him in now what about what if a tom brady goes to the dolphins that would no, be i, I know no. i know <laughs> humor me all right bill's mafia would love that because they hate tom brady so they'd still get to play him twice a year and hopefully beat him twice beat a year. the crap out of him all right guys how do you feel about the second beer right i don't know it was I thought it was better than the first beer, I, and so I thought the first I. beer was my favorite beer. I think the second one is our agreed-upon favorite. <sighs> yeah, I think the second one. And I one, think the uh, second one's a little less hoppy than the first one, yep. but much less hoppy than the third one, which means that it is the space test. Well, we haven't tried the third one yet, so let's we'll find out soon. It's exciting stuff. Boo-boo, how'd you feel about number two? All right, number two, I thought it was smoother than the first one. So smoother being less hoppy. I'm a big fan of the hops. So, um, big hop guy. I'm gonna say the second one was stone because it's less hoppy. And so, you're sticking was, with your guns. It was still 
freaking delicious. And so I'm going with stone. All right. I like it, man. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm writing shit down. I can't read my own handwriting. So let's see what happens at the end. You guys ready to start? We're going to do, we're going to do a different format today. We're going to do one question round table. Boo Boo, our guest thrower is going to throw something at something. Are you ready? I am ready as I'll ever be hog. We, we always kind of aim for stuff. It never really works out. I think just, just send it. Yeah, from the heart. Hit the board. Oh, the no look. Oh, hold on. He's not even going to look. Oh, it, it's the Patrick Zeej, Mahomes. Hold on, hold on. Zeej, we need, our, we need our spotter up there. I'm going Mahomes. Boo Boo's going Patrick Mahomes, the no look toss. Eye contact with Fab. This is vinegar and strokes. Amazing bravery oh. displayed by Boo Boo. Like I know, I know exactly what it is. Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. I think three of us have lived there at one point. Dead on. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Only lived there for a little while. Never heard of the place. 20 years. How many years? <laughs> Fab, I, yeah. I need your reaction first before you start researching Phoenix, Arizona, which is going to be disgusting. Uh. We're going to drink, before we do this, actually, let's drink our, let's all drink the first sip of beer number three. Cheers. Listeners at home, cheers, I guess. I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I don't know anything. Everything's I'm a lie. Fucked. I love, I this love one is so the guess good. at the end. This is I, so good. I think Fab is going to get it right. I, I'm, yep. <laughs> I'm fucked. I, I have a guess, and uh, this, is, this was my guess for Stone, because I had him in my mind, but now this doesn't taste like Stone. I've this had, is so smooth. I, I've had 800 stones, plus or minus 400 in my life, and this does not taste like a stone. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. We're doing Phoenix, Arizona. Fab, real quick before we t- everyone joins the discussion. You and me, let's talk. <laughs> what's this new rule in baseball? Maybe Zeej can interject here. What, what's happening with pitchers this year? All right. I'll, I'll just read it. Um, so... And this is to declare before we begin. Is this a written rule or unwritten rule of baseball? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know there's it's both. confusing. Yeah, you do have to yeah. say it. Yeah, this is a written rule. A written rule. Okay. Yeah. Proposed, I think, last year or two years ago to be implemented this year. So this is from Major League or MLB.com. All pitchers, both starters and relievers, now have to face at least three batters or pitch until the inning is over before they come out of the game. The only exception is an injury or illness that prevents the pitcher from being able to finish his three batters. The main effect of this rule will be on a specialist reliever who are, which is a lefty specialist usually, who are often used for only one batter to give their team a favorable matchup. For example, like I just said, a left-handed pitcher who faces only left-handed hitters whom he is most likely to get out, often nicknamed a loogie, a left-handed one-out guy. There will be no more of that in 2020. The rule could also impact teams that use openers. So typically it's a reliever who starts the game to kind of get them like the first couple guys out, maybe one, two guys out before the starter comes in or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so now the opener would have to at least face three batters. And if he had a bad matchup on the second or third. Hitter. So you said if until the three batters or until the end of an ending. Right. Right. So fab, do you think honestly this will change much? I, I get that maybe the beginning of the inning you want to bring your guy in, but maybe you save him towards out number two. What are you, what are you feeling? It changes the fundamentals of baseball because it's supposed to be very situational, and you can put in the one pitcher you want against this batter, especially in yeah. you know high importance playoff games. You know, and this this rule will carry throughout the entire season and playoffs, right? I would assume so. I it, I didn't see anywhere that said it wouldn't. Yeah, you have to think it does. Yeah, it for a whole season. You're not going to change a rule mid season, so it's yeah. It's taking a lot of what makes 
baseball what why people love it right because it's the, the game within the game yeah the kind thinking of thing. man's game this right. is what well, my dad is a much larger baseball fan than i am and he loves it because he's like they could call in a guy to just throw one pitch right you know and he's like that's awesome and yeah. the manager has to have all these different things going on in his head looking at who else is coming up in the lineup and how many how far they are into the game like how many innings are down and what the score is and all these different factors and who's been playing well when the last time this guy threw was and yeah. All that just to be like, oh, yeah, we really like this lineup right here. We need to get this guy out. If yep. anything, I think because uh, what, you know, because then the, the the opposing team will send up a pinch hitter or whatever. Right. Now it's going to be they bring in this guy. He faces one batter and they're like, well, he has to face two more. And this guy has good numbers off of him. Yeah, it's, know, a, like it's a soccer rule being applied to an American sport. Soccer, yeah. you have limited substitutions. In American sports, you have plenty of substitutions. Hockey does line shifts every minute. Football, the you know, every play, two or three different guys are running on and off. Basketball, it's whenever they let off that giant air horn. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, they just have to let the entire stadium know that so-and-so is entering the game. Right. I do not oh. like it. You don't like it. You're not a I fan, Fab? do not like it. Do not. And the only thing that's going to come out of this is they're going to start gaming it, too. The pitcher is going to throw two balls or whatever and get the guy out, and then be like, oh, I have an undisclosed upper elbow injury. That'll be 100% okay tomorrow, but right now I need to come out of the game. That's what I was just going to say. Is yeah, this so becoming this more to, soccer-like? This has to yeah. be determined supposedly by the umpire. I don't know how he's going to be like, no, you're yeah. not hurt. Mm-hmm. Continue. Way too subjective. Right. They get it one time where the umpire is like, no, you have to stay in the game. And then the guy like tears a ligament in his arm because the umpire is not a medical doctor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's dumb. The, no umpire is going to like put his professional reputation on the line At to be no like, point. no, you will yeah. stay in this game. Yeah, give him a yellow card. The guy's fucking shoulder is dislocated. You yeah. know, it's it's dumb. I'm, I'm not a fan either, man. I and don't know. The whole reason behind this is because they want to speed up the game. Yeah. I don't think it's going to speed up the game at all. Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, if the guy's getting shelled, the ending is just going to keep going on forever. Right, yeah, so. the only way to speed up the game is to make outs occur more quickly, right? Because... Right. The baseball is the one times the one sport that's not timed and right. it's, it's not over till it's over. Yada yada yada. Every other clock, every other game has a clock. But yeah, I like it. All right, you ready for Phoenix, Arizona? Ready for Phoenix. All right, Zeej, you are very opinionated, so we're gonna skip you. We're gonna go straight to Boo Boo. So this is changing the the strategy of team. Do you think they're gonna like it long term? You think it's gonna a lot more pinch hitters? I feel you're, you're trying to adjust towards who the pitcher is, and then you you can't get a new pitcher in as often. Right. So, uh, yes, Hog, I do think that it, it will change the strategy of the game. However, I appreciate, actually, I, I don't like the rule, but I appreciate the fact that the MLB is trying to evolve. As you mentioned before, yeah. uh, the NFL evolves, the NHL evolves, but it seems to be that the Major League Baseball, uh, whatever, leagues, they appreciate the history of the game which is awesome but they stand on that point alone to justify not evolving and the refusal to change hinders their fanship base yeah it, yep. it, it hinders their new fanship potential base and i think this is an effort to gain new fanship which i appreciate i love it man zeej we're gonna skip you again bonk how do you feel about the MLB with all the we've talked about like before about all the changes, but with with this in particular, this is a big one, right? This change, it's big. I have two thoughts. Two thoughts, Hog. Is it like a beaten elite? 
You, um, ha- you have two thoughts. I have one thought. Beating a beat. I have, I have two thoughts. I have two thoughts. Okay. As Fab would say, excuse me, Mr. Fab, I have one thought and then a second thought to follow. <laughs> My first thought is I feel extremely bad for Major League umpires because aforementioned by Boo Boo or ZJ, when there is tanking or melodramatic flop, we'll call it flopping. Yeah. Flopping. Yeah. So the shoulder thing, I don't know if I see that happening, but what if a guy, this nice guy, and he says he has the shits yeah. and he <laughs> is forced to stay in the game and he shits himself on the field in his Royals uniform. What happens? I will be in attendance at the next game buying merchandise for that guy. And you, their numbers poop, will go through the roof. Do you poop yourself on purpose there? Take some laxative? <laughs> Maybe. That's, that's, a, that's a great strategy. question. Strategy. What's, I mean, what's the signal for that from the umpire? Oh, not the umpire, from your, your third base coach. You know, you're like. <laughs> you give your hand a wipe front to back. The, the last thing I'll say is baseball has been this. I think this will happen. But I am a purist and all this stuff. I like the attempt at evolution and innovation. They need to go to 150 games because the numbers are getting inflated now. The amount of guys that have 500 home runs are a little inflated. So just interpolate. Say uh, so-and-so that ended with 42 home runs would have been 46. If it was 162 games, actually be about 45, 44 and a half. Yeah. That I think that really needs to happen, and then we could throw all this bullshit out because this is changing the strategy, like the essence of the game. And if we go to one one fifty, it can you know uh, open the doors for better playoffs. Is what we want. Right. So one fifty yep. from one sixty two is really what baseball needs. As much as I love baseball, I will watch the Cardinals extra inning six hour game. I will watch it, but I think the twelve game shit. You know that's what we had in the forty. It was pre World War Two. Yeah, like Babe Ruth area was one. It was like one fifty two or something yeah. like that. It was one fifty something. I, I think it's going to take yeah. twenty years to get there. I yeah. think they get there. It's going to take a while. I agree, Zeej. I need a quick, just angry baseball fan response to my question. Okay, that's all. Just give me something short and angry. Okay, the rules bullshit. I think it's terrible. Rob Manford is an idiot. I don't like him as a commissioner. He got rid of the intentional walk to speed up the game. It's the nothing. Except confuse people. Confuses me all the time. <laughs> this three pitcher or three batter minimum. Three three batters, two. Yeah. Oh, it's, mm, right? There's yeah. something there. No, I'm not drinking to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't like it. It's uh, it, it's taking away part of the game. Like, this game's been around since 1850 or whatever. Yeah. Like, the dark ages. Yeah, I appreciate, like Boo Boo said, that you know they're trying to think of ways to speed up the game. One idea. When they do come in for the game, uh, a reliever comes into the game, they throw like 87,000 warm-up pitches. Maybe get rid of that. Just they, They're throwing in the bullpen. They're getting ready. Come on to the mound and throw two. Two. And then go for it. I and like two. Also, you know, the NFL's been doing this thing where they, they call timeout or whatever. Something's happening on the field. And they still show what's happening on the field, which is usually nothing. But they have a split screen, and they have the half commercial, half, half commercial. Yep, yep. You could do that because that's the big thing: is the commercials. People, you know, to really speed up the game, you get rid of the commercials and all the breaks. But they're never going to do that. So why don't show commercials when the guy's running into the field or whatever, yep. and then he throws two pitches, bang, go. Yep. And you know, I I, I agree. Know. I like that. But I don't. I don't think this is really going to speed up the game. Like I. I 
don't know off the top of my head, but the intentional walk stuff has not sped up the game whatsoever. I think the average is like one second, <laughs> like something really stupid. And, and 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 if you look back on old YouTube videos of people like intentionally walking people, there's some pitchers that just cannot do it. Yeah. And then there's some guys that throw it way too close to the plate and guys like Miguel Get Carrera smoke, like, yeah, yeah. smoke one. And uh, I, I don't know. I think he's ruining the game by doing this. I, I, I understand why, I guess, but, you know, limit people from stepping out on the box. Like, yeah. put a, as much as I would hate it. A shot put clock. It, yeah, like a clock or something. Yeah. But uh, this three batter minimum, that's BS. I love it, dude. Don't they have a pitching clock now, though? Yeah, they, they were like, they have it, and it ticks, but nothing happens. Yeah. And, and uh, I think, like, in single a rookie ball short season whatever it's called they like sort of implement it or enforce it or whatever but all right man well that's it i love it uh we're still working on a third beer we're gonna get to the mystery beer here in a second but fab are you ready or you need some more time i'm ready now it's time for misconnections Scottsdale, mature lady, seen you with your dog and talked for a bit. You were coming out of a doctor's office. You were not wearing a bra, and you have no idea how much I like the older ladies. I will hope you find this and contact me. Would love to meet up with you. Have a great day. This is... uh, Mature lady, not wearing a bra. Just hanging fucking fruit for all to see. North Scottsdale? Probably. Mature lady, so they like scrambled eggs? What's going Mm. on? So he he loves when they don't wear a bra. I I think he loves mature la- or yeah. How much I like the older ladies. Wh- how deep are they sagging? Are they a like, belly button? That's that's well, too low. Wait, I, I, no, I think that they're, nor- they're walking out of Scotts. I think they're huge hoes. Yeah, I think huge. we're talking yeah. about not double D's so, but D's. D's. Didn't yeah. we discuss this like an episode or? episode or two ago what mature was or something or didn't we define well, we picked an age 40 Wasn't that a thing? plus probably no, no it was, oh, it was, it was 55 plus 55 yeah 55 plus we like medicare you're I mean, you know you're looking j-lo for that. is 50 nobody would call her mature yeah, that's true right. I'm, right. I, I'm pretty close i'm on the almost on the uh higher side of being 40 so um yeah j-lo's bags aren't hanging down to her belly button though well, right I mean, and this lady's may have or may not. We don't know. All we know is that this guy knew for sure that she was That's not wearing saying. a bra. Yeah. From Phoenix, beautiful lady at LA Fitness Camelback in 20th. Hello. You are a beautiful woman that comes in every Tuesday between 6.30 and 7 for the Zumba class at LA Fitness on Camelback and 20th Street. We have exchanged smile every time since we've seen each other. Last night, you walked into the class about 10 minutes before it started to warm up and practice. You are lovely, and I would love to have fun with you. I am a white male with a beard. Last night, I was wearing a blue shirt. Tell me what you are wearing to know it is you. That's a true misconnection. I like this one. This is yeah, good. There are a lot of just missed connections in Phoenix. So I don't know. Are they a very like literal and practical people out there in Arizona? We're very practical people mm-hmm. in Phoenix. Yes. Because I had to skip a lot of it because it was just like, hey, I saw you here. This is what you look like. Message me. Like, and they got boring. boring. <laughs> yeah. What about some theory here? I mean, Phoenix has a lot of hot chicks, right? And I've last heard. week was Montana. So you got to throw out there, like, I need a train, a gangbang, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Phoenix is going to have, like, there's, there's, it's like 
Yeah. Fucking ASU. Uh, there's just what, was it older Phoenix? Women. Phoenix proper that you picked, or what? Yeah. It was just Phoenix. Or yeah, was... this is Phoenix. Okay. Phoenix proper. Yeah. Uh, well, great point though, Bach. That in Montana, this is like a cry for help. You know, you've got to rely on the internet to find people. In Phoenix, the degenerates can walk down the street and probably find what they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. All right. Give us the next All one, right, man. Mason, what? Woman shopping at Goodwill. You were the very attractive woman wearing a plain white top and a long flowing brown <laughs> print skirt. I saw you shopping at the Goodwill store in Mesa on McKellops on Tuesday, February 11th. I thought your outfit and you were very sexy in a beautiful way. I was not sure if you were with someone as there were many couples in the store. Hopefully you see this. Would love to introduce myself and say hi. I, I can't think of a more romantic story to tell your kids. Like, how'd you meet your mother? Like, I was in the fucking Goodwill. Like, that's so hot. That's so nice. Yeah, how about the skirt that's very sexy? Also, she is, too. <sighs> Do you think she bought her clothes from Goodwill? She was wearing Goodwill clothes. She was popping tags. Possibly. Yeah, yeah popping tags. Macklemore would be ecstatic. Mm. This one's from Uptown. Swizzle in. Which, I don't know, is that a local hotel? I don't know what Uptown is, neither do I know. know I don't know what a Swizzle or Uptown is. Swizzle in, like I-N-N, like it's a location where people stay the night. Left you my pizza. Hit me up. (laughs) Elaborate? Like what? That's all I got. Swizzle in. I left left you you my pizza. Hit me up. So it could be a hotel where two people, two strangers met, and someone ordered pizza and left it for the other person and now wants to reconnect. Guys, what, what is the situation when you eat someone else's pizza you've never met? Will you ever be at like a hotel and you're like, here's my pizza? And you're like, I'll eat that. Never, no, right? I'm saying two not. strangers in the same hotel room. So oh, if wait, I what? if I stayed at a Holiday Inn tonight, half-eaten pizza showed up, my, at, up at my door, and I am uh, six IPAs deep, then yeah, I'm eating that pizza. You're eating that pizza. <laughs> I'm eating that pizza. <laughs> are you putting are you putting red pepper flakes or are you putting parmesan on that pizza? Yes. Um and then <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. If I'm at the bar and there's whatever the opposite sex that just drops the pizza off on their way out, puts it in my face, close to my face. I'm eating that pizza. <laughs> are we talking about pizza? Uh, I thought with this is a euphemism. Uh, <laughs> that's that's like leaving a restaurant or yeah. going into a restaurant as, as a couple leaves and you're like he didn't finish his food. I'm going to Google I'm gonna, this sizzle in. I'm, I'm going to eat this hamburger right now. Or is it like in the classic movie scene where the guy at the bar buys the woman at the end of the bar a drink and the bartender delivers it and says compliments of the gentleman down there? Is it like the bartender comes up and is like, hey, do you want to get that in the box? He's like, no, actually, I just want you to take it down to her and tell her that okay. this half of my pizza is for her. Way to bring reason into this. That I'm actually just, makes a lot of sense. Brad, that's hot. At, that's hot. I mean... Who's going to say no to that? Okay, according according to Google, Sizzle Inn in Phoenix is a dive club, mainstay offering mixed drinks, trivia nights, and a jukebox in a funny in a funky space decked in holiday lights. Oh. And they serve pizza. Kind of like my kind of place, yeah. to be honest. It's weird. All right. Like uh, this one is uh, Gilbert slash Chandler, upscale guy. Hey, oh, we met at the car wash. I drove a Range Rover. A Range Rover. You were in a BMW. We would get together at your place since my phone is not possible because of my maids. Anyway, I lost your number when I got a new phone. Awesome times we had and wanting to have more. It was awesome, and I'm hoping you see this upscale. Sick humble brag. Sick humble brag. Mates. Oh, I thought you said maids. I thought you said maids. Like friends, roommates. Maids. 
my mates. Mates. That's he's like an English guy. Yeah. I was like, dude, he drives yeah. a Range Rover. What does she drive? One person drives a Range Rover. The other person drives a BMW. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sick humble brag, dude. Yeah. Yeah. My immediate impression from this uh, was that YouTube video where it's like, I'm just here in my garage with my Lamborghini. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh my god. It's. Miserable. Like one of the most cringeworthy things on yeah. the internet. All right. Uh, this one's from <laughs> North Phoenix. Hairstylist. I was a walk-in last Friday that visited your shop in Scottsdale to have my hair shaped and cut. How do you shape hair? <laughs> That's I am significantly older, and you are a GWM much younger than me. We laughed, joked, and you asked if I am straight, and I said no. Your jeans were obviously very full after that. When you finished with me, you walked me to the front counter and said something about my lips and handed me your number written on a scrap of paper. I guess I was feeling kind of crazy and lost your cell number. You were going to take off a few weeks to a month, and I thought it would be nice to have lunch to see what might come up. If you happen to see this, what salon do you work? Thanks. I feel like these two people need to be together. Like yeah. we, oh, yeah. we need to get these two together. What, what was that acronym again? G, is that guy with mucho? I like it. I like that one. Let's get these people hooked up together. Let's do that. All right. uh, This one's from Mesa as well. H. Johnson in Mesa. Looking for one (laughs) fellow whose name was Hugh Johnson. (laughs) No. (laughs) Who used to have me over and have me do odds and ends for him whenever he needed. Would like to find him again. He's moved and it's been a while. So Hugh Johnson, if you're out there. (laughs) That's not a real person. No way. It's like. Carl Hungus. <laughs> exactly. I have me how to fix the cable. Wow. I, right to the point, though. Right. But there was no specifics. Was yeah. there? So, w- w- Fab, was that was Hugh Johnson the the person writing or the person he was searching for? Person that he was searching for. So okay. This, he was looking for a Hugh looking Johnson. Looking for one fellow whose name was Hugh Johnson. Do you think he actually means like a specific human being or just... Well, I think he means a specific human being. I don't think that guy's name on his driver's license is <laughs> Hugh Johnson. I get it, but... but you, I think he's you think he cares for something else. Yeah. In other words, are you saying this... Is this a misconnection or a... Thank ad. You. It's an ad. Or Thank like you. a wanted A wanted ad? He's casting a wide net yeah. for a large fish. Very Gosh. large. <laughs> this one's on Arizona Avenue and Riggs Road. Oh. Mick Breakfast CL guy. CL meaning Craigslist. Oh. Looks like you were starting your day with a Mick Breakfast. I hope I wasn't prying, but when your phone dropped on the table, I noticed you were on Craigslist in this section. I was having my coffee. You were handsome, 50-ish, well-dressed, dad bod man, and somewhat in a hurry. <laughs> I wish I could have posted this so you could read it. If you read this, hit me up. Shh, I'm the bi-curious type. Oh, boy. This guy's a creep. Mm. He This random guy drops his phone, literally looks long enough to see he's on a miscon- Craigslist misconnections in Phoenix. I mean, that's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, that that's like setting your tender radius to, you know, 50 feet. And you're like putting the ad on misconnections as the guy's reading it. <laughs> he's airdropping so, his ad to I'm the guy's phone. I'm wondering why this guy didn't just go up to him yeah. if, if he sees that he's on misconnections. Yeah, and he, he walks up and is like, hey, you don't want to miss this connection. Oh. No. Absolutely. Feel no, free to use that line. Unmissed connection because we just connected. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to connect someone. It's really exciting. I know we will. We're going to do it. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. 52nd Street and McDowell. Girl in line at Circle K. It was about 2.45 Super Bowl Sunday. You were in line in front of me at Circle K. You bought Camel Lights, I believe. 
You kept looking back at me and shaking your butt. You had jeans and tea with brownish red hair. You walked to Gypsy's bar next door. Would love to talk. What color hat was I wearing? I just feel like you should have went to Gypsy's. Yeah. You yeah, should have talked on, to her. Man. That's an easy one. I'm I'm a little mad at this. Is it guy, guy or girl? Doesn't say. Meh, a noble. I'm a little mad if, honestly, guys, like if you're single, your sexual preference is shaking their booty at, at you. Yeah. Why do you not go up and talk to them? I mean, your immediate opening line is, hey, can I bum a cigarette? Don't lie to me. Absolutely. (laughs) I just saw you blow a pie. All right. Chandler, hot redhead Domino's chick. You delivered a pizza to me and nearly scared the shit out of me when you rolled up in an old squad car. (laughs) You had an adorable smile, cheerful eyes, a very nice sleeve tattoo. You seemed pretty into me and flirted with ease. I would have gotten your number, but you seemed in a rush. Would love to hear back from you, hopefully. I mean, she sounds like a winner. I'm not going to lie. Why does he not just order another pizza? Right? Request whoever she was. If he used the app, right? Isn't their name on there? Ooh. Absolutely. Is that a Domino's misconnection connection? Yeah. I kind of like we should that. reach out to this guy because it gives you the name of the person who puts your pizza in the yeah. oven and like, the name like of the person who Joe is it. making your pizza and Amy's on the way. <sighs> Amy Whatever. sounds like a little like. Amy Do you think Fox. corporate Domino's changes the names though to protect the identity of their? Yeah, it's stripper. Well, they don't. Well, they don't put the last names on. But it's Correct. like Carl H and uh, Carl H Hungus and Amy Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Done. Let's I think get these two married. You get your stage name with Domino's when you get like employed. Here's yeah. your Amy. Your Amy F. Amy Fox. Yeah. <laughs> this one is the last one. Here we go. From Glendale. Oh, <gasps> shut up. We're from Glendale. Yes. Scott the U-Haul guy. <laughs> hey Scott, S-C-O-T-T, dot dot dot, or is it Scott S-C-O-T? I called U-Haul and met the very rad Scott. We have the most peculiar stuff in common. Upside down smiley face. I was having a bad day and just chatting with you turned that around. I have never in my life posted one of these ads, but that's how cool you were to chat with, and I hope to do it again sometime. You don't seem like the type to read these, but I'm hoping some weird friend of yours reads this and will pass the message to me. I don't know you at all, but I loved our conversation. Our conversation was so engaging, and I thought you were so rad that I am posting this ridiculous ad because I would like to know you outside of the U-Haul system. Smiley face. (laughs) Tell me more about your trip from New York to Florida. We have shared similar locations, and we vibed from the beginning, and I'd love to keep in touch. If you decide to respond, please reply with the following answers so I'll know it's you and not some ratto, creeptastic creep. Heart. Who am I moving with and what is their age? What three states do we have in common? What did you say about my voice? Signed, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh. That's a real message. Wow. Legit. But no, this is another another just call you all and find Scott. It's time for the misconnection breakdown. Misconnection breakdown. Fab. Can we do this in thirds? Can you read a third and then we'll talk yep. about it and then go in? All right. Scott, the U-Haul guy. Hey, Scott, or is it Scott? I called U-Haul, U-Haul and met the very rad Scott. We have the most peculiar stuff in common, upside down smiley face. I was having a bad day and just chatting with you turned that around. I have never in my life posted one of these ads, but that's how cool you were to chat with and I hope to do it again sometime. 
You don't seem like the type to read these, but I'm hoping some weird friend of yours reads this and will pass the message to me. She obviously has posted misconnections before, right? Or this person. She's she maybe asked someone about like obviously in love with this guy. So maybe but this, maybe but, she asked a friend. But but does it, if she really likes the guy, just she call knows you all. Just go there. Like right. I don't know. My biggest question is his weird friends. What does that mean? Does uh does she know his friends? Or, like, what's going on? They must have had a... a, I don't think so. Like, it sounds like their only interaction was on the phone. So she doesn't know what Scott looks like. Scott doesn't know what she looks like. She's just hoping that he has some weird friends who would read this. Mm. So he didn't come over to move her her goods, so to speak? (laughs) No, I think think he did. Maybe? Maybe. I think he did. That's the whole point. Like, but I didn't know U-Haul moved you. I thought... I I don't know know what to say. I thought, like, she went to, like, the U- rent a U-Haul and they were just talking and she how did she not just she go there on the phone called them and be like how yeah. much is a whatever no. truck I've had I've had U-Haul uh, dudes that you were attracted before. to yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I plead the fifth <laughs> if I have fifth another question I have is the up so it was upside down smiley face and then it was First. a right side up smiley yes. face later on okay all right Keep going. All right. Uh, I don't know you at all, but I loved our conversation. Our conversation was so engaging, and I thought you were so rad that I am posting this ridiculous ad because I would like to know you outside of the U-Haul system. Smiley face. And not a normal smiley face, but like the shit-eating one. (laughs) Tell me more about your trip from New York to Florida. So is he a minor league baseball player moonlighting as a uh, U-Haul? Yep. You can move it, man. He could. I mean, He's a single they A baseball do have player. the most peculiar stuff in common. <laughs> he makes six thousand dollars a year in single A. He, yeah, so thank he you. Needs to, thank you. Yeah, he needs to do something else. Yeah, uh, we have shared similar locations and we vibed from the beginning. And I'd love to keep in touch. If you decide to respond, please reply with the following answer so I'll know it's you and not some ratto creeptastic creep heart. <laughs> She's had some some rough luck. Who am I moving with, and what is their age? What three states do we have in common? What did you say about my voice? Signed, Sleepless in Seattle. Okay, New York, Florida, and Washington. Uh, so the fact that she's used rad in every third of the the misconnection that you've uh, read, I don't know. Is she is she like a SoCal transplant or something? Also, the sleepless in Seattle. Did she have an orgasm at a uh, at a diner table or something? Because like, <laughs> what? How do you get that from sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> yes, that's, that's what happened in sleepless in Seattle. Wow. Oh, okay. I wasn't allowed to watch that because I was at too young of an age, and my parents said that movie was inappropriate. Exactly. And I'm old. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> that well, I have. <laughs> and the plot is just how this lady cannot fall asleep in Seattle. <laughs> if if it was for Best Picture, Bonk would have seen it. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. He would have seen it. Not Best Picture worthy. <laughs> it is not Parasite. It is not Spotlight, which turned into Moonlight. Wait, so was Sleepless in Seattle the one with the diner <laughs> orgasm, or was that the other one? Meg Ryan has an orgasm in a diner. I've seen the clip. A couple times this week. It's fine. <laughs> Have you been searching my Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I love it. Phoenix, you're a bunch of DJs. A lot of hopeless romantics, I would say. A very literal people out there. Yeah, very literal. Very practical. Makes me very sad. I was hoping for like a tool-based, polishing, 
uh, you know, plumber. There were a lot of Walmarts and a lot of Sprouts. So people like running into people at grocery stores. Yeah. Phoenix, not not the biggest fan. Fuck you, Phoenix. (laughs) Cactus eating fucks. You cactus eating fucks. I forgot. I forgot about this part. Oh, shit. Hog is a dick. Are we gonna Are we gonna make some guesses on these beers? Because this yep. thing is making a hole in my pocket. Yep, guys, th- thank you for joining in. Amazing episode. We went off the rails many times. We're gonna do a test beer. Bonk, can you just read it for it us? It literally says test beer. Mm-hmm. It's good. No, yeah, it's a <clears throat> very basic test beer, comma not for sale. End of parentheses. Test beer. N S H R. Uh, beer. Twelve fluid ounces. Brewed and bottled by Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. We all know that's in Brazil. Um, <laughs> not returnable bottle. That's it. That it's is the, all. The no whole bottle. Content. We don't know if it's a lager, if it's an IPA, if it's a cells. Cells. Yeah. yeah, who knows? It smells very fruity, like almost candy-ish. Zima. Okay. All right, guys, go ahead and uh, drink, drink, pass. <sighs> Those are the sweet tarts for the Halloween. Oh season. my God! I'm gonna post this on Instagram. What is that? Wow. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting a little. Stra- I'm getting strawberry notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said strawberry. Yep. Absolutely. Strawberry notes. It's, it's actually Bud Light strawberry. Okay. Test beer, not for sale. Let's put a bow tie on this one. Agree upon is this is not a beer. No. Not a test. No, I don't this even know if there's booze in there. It might just be like a flavored soda, like uh, when you go to Epcot and they have the, the <laughs> Coca-Cola World, soda. where they have like sodas from all over the world. There's yeah. one no, that yeah. tastes kind of like that. It's from Israel or something, but it's basically. It candy. tastes like a sweet tart to me. Yeah, the yeah. pink very, sweet tart. Very, very sweet. I was gonna say, would you like just house this? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Chug or sip or ch- chug on this one. Uh, I am going to chug this and get to the next The meal. center of the Tootsie Pop. The dessert, the, yeah. the meal. Yeah. You're going to hate your life as you're chugging it, though. Yeah. And, he's <laughs> and he chugged it. Okay, can we, can we We're going to do it. About... We're doing it. We're doing it right now. Right. You ready? Guys, end of the episode. Bonk, quick recap. What are the beers we're choosing? And then I will go around the table, and we're going to say what we think they are. Okay. So we have Stone IPA, standard 6.9%. They're... Um, Capstone beer, their uh, flagship. Thank you, Fab. Mr. Fab, excuse me, with a period. Flagship beer. We have the Elysian Space Dust IPA, and then we have Green Flash's West Coast IPA, also in San Diego. So we don't know what number is associated with which, so I think we should rank them in number, not number order, but like minus... Three, two, one. I think, but we'll rank them and then guess which is which. Okay, I'm gonna start first. I loved it so much. I loved beer number three that we drank. I don't know what it is, and I th- I think it's the mystery beer. I think it's uh, the Green Flash. My guess, my my favorite beer here today is number three. I'm completely off the rails. I think it's the Green Flash. I think my second favorite is number two. My notes say smooth with three exclamation points. So good exclamation point. What is this question mark? I I think it's uh I think it's space dust. I don't know. The last one, which I still loved, I think it's a stone IPA. So I'm gonna go three, two, one. Is that what I said? I don't even remember. Yeah, you yeah. did. You said three, two, one. Three, two, one. Green, space dust, stone. And I loved them all. I loved them all. Boo boo. Okay, so I am just so confused right now. 
because I loved all the beers. Upon first sip, I, I really think the, the first beer was Space Dust um, because of the hoppiness. The second beer, I think uh, it was a little milder on the uh, the hops. I'm going to re- be really disappointed if I miss this. Um, the second beer, I think it was a Stone IPA. Third beer, West Coast IPA. Um, I was really debating on uh, two and three. But uh, my favorite beers, I think, were two because I thought it was a stone. Uh, was my f- number one. Three, I like the Green Flash, and then one, they were all a close runner. I'm going. I'm going. Stone was number two. That's my number one. Space Dust was nine, my number two. That was Got my it. number one. West Coast was my number three. That was number three for me. Ziege. I the first time. <laughs> I, oh, I tried all three, and I was like, number two is my favorite. And then I switched. I was like, number three might be my favorite. And I think I'm back to number two. So I'm going to go two, three, one. And I think I'm just going to go with kind of how they were placed on the table because I was very confused after the third one. But I'm going to go two, three, one, Elysian, Stone, and West Coast. Fab, give me some. Here we go. I'm going to tell you which beers we had, and then I'm going to rank them. The first beer was the West Coast Green Flash IPA. The second beer was Elysian Space Dust. The third beer was Stone IPA. My rankings, first place, Elysian Space Dust. Second place, Green Flash West Coast IPA. Third place, Stone IPA. This will be quick. That's what she said. 312 is my order. Number three is Stone. The number three... Number one is Space Dust, and number two is uh, West Coast Flash. And the answers are... Oh, oh my God. Oh, I didn't Way see it a full this, of paper. This was okay, done wait. by our um, back panel... Like, Executive producer. Right. No. There was, there was four producers, though. Double blind. Number three is Stone. Yes. Number one is West Coast IPA. Damn it! Got it! Nailed it. Number two Called is Space it. Dust. Mr. Fab with a period. What did you say? I said the first beer we had was the West Coast IPA. The second beer we had was Elysian Space Dust. The third beer we had was Stone IPA. I think Fab was the only one that got him right. I think I think I got it right, too. Um, I love the beers. I love the idea. I want to do this more often where we do our drinks where we don't know what's happening. And then we just guess. I love this. I love it. It's great because there's no bias. What is the better beer? And that's what I want the, the listeners to know, right? They, they want to know that. So, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. We really appreciate you guys. Come have a drink with us. Three beers, too. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you. Bada bing. I have the best lead. <laughs> and Beep. cue the music now. All right. <laughs> beat or lead. All right. Nice lady I'm married to. Mm-hmm. I beat her. <laughs>